your coffee machines ready, boil that kettle, get yourself a cup and sit down, because it's Television Times Podcast Butter Bonus, and this time it's Tony P back from the pilot episode to discuss the fifth season of Fargo. There's also a wee mention of The Tourist Season 2. I seven is half an hour. We ain't got a big clock of when Right, I'm going to go. I don't know, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in. I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to get this mic in a position. Before you can keep it in, see if you got to get it in. A new position. Let's not, let's not make everything disgusting. Right, so Tony P is back here again. He's from the pilot episode, for those who have with a keen ear. Um, I got him back in because we're both massive fans of Fargo and season five just finished. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Steve, well, hold on. Well, let's, well, let's be honest about this. The TV show, Fargo. I, I am free. I do this for coffee and biscuits. Coffee and and anyway, biscuits. I just live over the road from Steve, so... This is true. What the hell? I have moved significantly closer to Tony's house. So I know, I didn't know until Tony came over on New Year's Day with his family and we chatted about a little bit about Fargo. And I was like, oh, right, OK, he's as keen on this as I am. And I didn't know. So I just wanted to chat about that and see what you thought now that we've both seen the finale, right? Before, oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Before we get into that, though, I mean, I just want to ask you. Go on. What television programme has got so much, so much ensconced into the very fabric of it? What have you got? You've got violence. You've got... Revenge. You've got assassins, supernatural something mythology. going on with, with older Ole Munch. And you've got one of my favourite savoury snacks. What's that? Monster Munch. <laughs> Monster Munch. I love that guy. So this is the guy who's played brilliant. by Sam I'm Sproul. going to get my hair cut later next oh, time. He, yeah, he rocks a wicked Manchester Basin. But I've seen him in loads of stuff. and I always call him the Bowie guy because he's sort of got the same sort of teeth and face as David Bowie. So for me, I'm like, oh, the Bowie guy's on, on the thing. And at first, I didn't really recognise him. He is a phenomenal actor, and I really, I don't want to go straight to the end, but the thing that got me about the end of season five was the last scene. Yes, there was the, what's his name? The husband. Oh, Juno Temple's Temple. husband. No husband. He's great, the guy who plays that character. Simple. Yeah, I mean, I really liked him. I'll have to get his name actually and pop it in. David Rizdahl. But he was a really good character. I liked his voice. But in the end, there was just this intense scene. Um, this is massively spoiled, by the way. So don't listen to this if you haven't seen Fargo Fire. That would be insane. Um, but the end is literally like some kind of two British actors, pretending they're not, going at each other in this insanely intimate, tense scene that is being like like a popped balloon, isn't it? All the anger and all the things that he's feeling that he can't understand with that line. It says, a man frees a tiger so the tiger can finish the, her fight or whatever and he's doing all that I'm like wow this is like a Shakespearean thing going on here right now even though I don't like Shakespeare and Juno Temple's character Dot it's just like I've really warmed her you know anyone that can do that fucking accent man the Minnesota accent oh I've you know. got my respect huge yeah. respect but it was really nice for Fargo to get back to its roots yeah it was like season one again you know like the without well, the comedy without season, the comedy you know the the cold darkness of the whole place mm. and of course it was matched by certain characters personas mm. but it was just like this underlying theme of I got one of desolation because there were so many horrible things yeah. about that season 5 yeah, which is where she's held up at the end in the in what looks like a what is it like a shed? She's shackled to a bed in a shed. 
domestic violence and yeah the domestic violence but that fuels the kind of that makes you want revenge against John Hamm's character, right? Uh, you know. I just wanted to pull his nipple rings out. Oh, they made me feel so fucking uncomfortable <laughs> as soon as I saw them. I couldn't take my eyes off them. They were horrible. How many was in the bath, though? It was horrible. It was just gross. I was he in the bath or was he in a... I don't know. Hot tub, hot tub. He was in a hot tub with he his nipple hot rings tub, out. Hot oh. tub smoking a big story. I mean, John Hamm, fucking hell, I mean... He really pulled... I mean, that's uh, he's incredible in that. Absolutely incredible. And you really hate him. And it's hard to see a famous person's face like someone so well-known and believe they're that character. But I did, quite quickly, actually. He's a, a very good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I switched it all off. And it is a Western. Obviously, it's a Western as well. It has Western themes. and But that, that dynamic as well between the son, Gator, and, like, after... I mean, what a horrible parent he was, you know? And he did... His son was doing all that for his father's love or whatever. And in the end, he needs a cuddle from the one he was literally victimised. I mean, he had that moment in that shed where Gator had a chance, didn't he, to let her go. Mm-hmm. And he chose not to. And he said, I hope you fucking die or whatever, and left. And, and he ends up in her arms at the end, needing a cuddle because he's... Big spoiler, has no eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um... One of the things I found to be really sad was that Dot lied to Gator right at the end. Because, oh, right, yeah. you know, he says, did you really see my mum? Mm. And she thought about it and she said, no. Yeah, she, she didn't give it that. A, yeah. She was just a, was it an angelic vision? It was quite sad because would that have given him any solace at all? Would it have given him any closure because obviously he was pining after a mother figure there mm. wasn't a mother figure yeah that's who she was right even though she was 15 apparently at the time at the time she was she was very young yeah and then you've got being thrown into the mix is this cult came yeah. out of nowhere I mean the cult of Linda's mm. you know and they have <laughs> I know that this might sound strange but I heard a woman the other day at work yeah. And she said, oh, yes, I'll talk to Linda. And, of course, Linda, that brought me right back to Fargo. Yeah. And it brought me back to Dot's visualisation, you know, where she was play-acting her story and why she should be allowed to take the original Linda away hmm. to help her fight, of course, John Hamm's character. Yeah. And I think now, every time I hear the word Linda, I, I think of Punch and Judy. <laughs> Oh really? You know, oh, uh, yeah, because oh. you know the the, the puppets that yeah, she yeah, was yeah. using, and they were yeah, encouraged yeah. to build and you know invest all of their emotions into into these puppets, into these carve them. Was yeah. it that for a day or more in a day? Oh it? no, it wasn't a day. It was as long don't. as it took, I think. Yeah, that was hard to watch, man. That was, uh, you know, I mean, I to go on a serious note, I, I really do struggle with the the wife beaters of the world, and I immediately want to. I think I said to my wife after the end. I said a really weird line that I never said. I said, oh, man, if I could come back as another person, maybe I'd like to come back as a woman <laughs> who has been beaten by their husband so I could fucking kill him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it was like, I, I really, really want to Careful call time to, 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 to those people. I really do. I really, really do. It's, it's hard to watch, is it, obviously. But um, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't like that. And it's in a lot of, it's in a lot of things, a lot of shows at the moment, a lot of tropes we just watched. The tourists that's in that too, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't yeah. enjoy I don't enjoy that if I'm honest. And who does? But it was a revenge. I would say Fargo series five. There was that movie. Was the was the horn? Was that movie with a 
Jodie Foster, where she got attacked in Central Park. The Brave One, a film from 2007. The film's all about her getting revenge on her attackers, and it's great, and you're with her, and you're like, yeah, fucking do that, you know. Proper, like, get, get her own back. And I felt like that, watching Fargo, the same thing. I remember a first date... Actually, it wasn't the first date, it was the second date. We went babysitting for this girl's sister. And I decided to pick up a VHS yeah. cassette. Yeah. And I mistakenly chose, I spit on your grave. Jesus Christ. I spit on your grave is a video nasty from the 1980s that was banned on the Thatcherite government at the time because it was deemed too dangerous for young people to watch. And I think it wasn't even allowed to be sold or distributed by anyone, right? It was an undercounter. I but I, I, I managed to get my hands on a copy. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you went in for? I don't think you got that wrong. I spit on my dick and I spit on your grave. Uh, maybe, maybe it was the first one. That was an interesting babysitting session. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember there was a period of time where I worked, we're getting off, off, off piece, a period of time where I worked in a tool shop in London and one of the guys there was really into that kind of movie and uh, V for Den Vendetta comics and stuff like that. And he tried to sort of get me into some of that, and I never, it never really took. And I remember him lending me Driller Killer. That's all I remember seeing. And that was about a guy that literally went around and just drilled holes in people's heads and killed them with a bikini or something. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, what the fuck is it? I don't like, I don't like gore, and I don't like, I don't like people dying. See, this takes us right back to Fargo. So Lamorne Morris, his character, Deputy Wit, mm. him getting killed at the end. I hated that. That was Fucking, horrible. I hated it. It was like, don't kill him. No, Nobody I wants him to die. Everything he did was, it was yeah, it good. Was for other people, not for himself. Oh, totally. And when he went and chased into, went into the tunnel, I was like, oh, don't go. You no, don't, I don't go in there. You know, <laughs> you know there's a monster <laughs> under the bed. Yeah, he's a monster. And also, you know, I mean, we're jumping towards the end, but I mean, there was massive element. I don't know what you think about this because we had slightly different political views, I think. But when that siege was going on or about to go on, I thought, Oh, this is like this is what's coming. This is what <laughs> this is, this is like November twenty twenty four, mate. This is what we're looking at: fucking militias and, and sheriffs who believe they're you know was it was it, he believed he was handed the rule of law from God. That was his whole thing, right? So he didn't rec. He said he didn't recognise uh, FBI law enforcement when they're at the begin at the gates of his ranch and things like that. I yeah. can see stuff like that. Coming. We're heading down the political road again. Let's get back to the thing about Tally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I loved his character so much. I didn't like... He was Welsh, apparently, right? That was the whole thing in the beginning. He was no. in the Middle Ages. He was in Wales, anyway. He was in Wales because he came originally from uh, what I understood uh, to be... Northern Europe. Like so what was he, in your opinion? What was he? What he was, was a Viking demigod. Right. And he was, I don't know, maybe like in American gods, you know, where you had all of mm. these, you had the, the old gods fighting the new gods. Right. And I'm really disappointed. I gave up on that show quite early, but yeah, I know. I know yeah, I know, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it, right. was, it was mindless watch. Mm. You could put it on when you were pissed. If you forgot <laughs> everything about it, it didn't really matter. Oh, really? I think he's like a, a Skander hooligan god or demigod. Mm. or vested with some kind of... Of course, this is all bullshit. It's open to everyone's own interpretation. Yeah. But that soliloquy at the end, when Munch was expressing uh, 500 years of history, mm. is it his history? Is it his lineage? Is it magic? Is it mythology? Is it... Is it generational or whatever? Is it yeah. he's like the last in the line mm. of the Munches? Right, right. I mean, 
the scream. Oh, is that lunch? lunch? Right, 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 of course. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly lunch. don't know. Mm. Don't know. And that's, that's, that's the great thing about watching a programme like Fargo. I've said to you before, if you ask me specific details of movies and series, television series mm. that I've watched before, I say, well, as soon as I finish watching them... Yeah, me too. I forget about gone, it. It's gone. It's gone. So not this one, then. Basically, I mean, not, not like my missus. My missus can remember every last fucking minuscule detail mm. of every movie she's watched. You know, and I've lost quite a few bets with her over the years. Oh, really? Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've recently become smart. I just ignore her when she starts going We'll cut all this, because that's going to get you in trouble. But, yeah, there oh, is... Oh, we'll get in trouble. <laughs> She's not going to listen to this shit. So, <laughs> this shit. so anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, so going back to a series yeah. and watching it over again, like some kind, like a person with some kind of, like, kind uh, um, of say, a mental dysphoria... Right. <laughs> not like yeah. the Alzheimer's approach but I, I forget about everything I watch it again and I think oh this is this is really good yeah you, you know, can watch so stuff that's like new isn't it it's, it's that's, weird, that's the reason why I've watched Breaking Bad three times but my second rewatch of Succession was only two years later and I didn't remember any of it but that's, yeah. that's, that's great because it means that you've never, you're never short of something to watch. You know, there's shows I've watched, even shows I've loved last year, like Beef, but I can't remember any of it now. And, and like, you know, it all sort of just merges together in some kind of Netflix glue. And I can't really distinguish. Like, we watched a movie last night called The Kitchen. And um, it's like a dystopian London set in 2044. And uh, oh, there's a housing estate, the police are trying... It was just like... And it had the same guy in it that was in Top Boy, which I love Top Boy, but, like, this was, like, Top Boy 2044. It's like, why have they done this? Like, almost the same fucking storyline. It was like, why am I watching this? And an hour in, I said to my wife, you know, should we stop watching this because this, this has no story? <laughs> you know, nothing is happening, really, you know? And then after that, we watched The Tourist. So, um, actually, let's swerve into The Tourist because you've got views on this, right? So we can make it Fargo and The Tourist. Do you have views on The Tourist Season 2? Do I have views? Well, did you like The Tourist Season 2? Or did you feel that... I enjoyed After seeing him on Graham Norton saying he only did season two because it located to Ireland for season two that he actually agreed to do it. Was it written for written's sake or was it, do you know what I mean? Have you seen it all? I have seen it all and I, I finished watching it about uh, two weeks ago so it's bordering on... It's, it's already it's deleted fast. It's already on its way over the edge of the waterfall. Well, talking of things well, going over the edge... It really did piss me off. Yes, the thing I'm talking about. Is that um, his girlfriend... Mm. And talking about a boyfriend who lost his, he's lost his memory, and I, she was getting on my nerves. Oh really? Yeah. I she thought was. she was. You know, who got on my nerves was the ex-boyfriend who actually ended up being quite funny. Uh, oh, you mean um, you home? Uh, yeah, mate. I've come over all the way from Australia, and uh, I've just got a. Yeah, he was so annoying, and there were certain points there where he was actually very funny. Just, in the end, and my wife had to remind me that he's supposed to be that annoying. Like even his beard annoyed me that fucking stuck-on Brillo pad of a beard. It's like, I want to slap it off his face. But he I was just inviting a good slap across the I think that's just the whole point, right? But there's a bit, so massive spoilers for Tourist Season 2. I think it is the last season. They won't do another one of them. Jamie Dornan um, finds out that one of uh, the... Basically Capulets and Montague's story, right? Of two families. And um, he finds out that he's... He can't remember his life, but he finds out that one of the younger members of the opposite family that hates his... Um, it's his son, his son. His son. And at one point, his son, it wasn't very clear how he gets a bag full of Semtex in a fucking hold or gets in a 
car with him and then well, he chased her to give it to him isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 but the uh, yeah the old flat nose fucking want to slap him too um uh, he's a lovely guy i've met him once um but the the point that really annoyed me was where the car went over they were being chased and apparently they just jumped out and the car goes and flips and, and there's no bodies in it obviously and they, you know it doesn't blow up it's not american but then the sun still got the fucking back it's like he's jumped out of a car at high speed, right? And he's still got it. Oh, no, he didn't have... Did he not have a bomb in there? He changed it. <laughs> I'm talking bollocks. Anyway, the fact that he grabbed the bag anyway seems insane to me because he would have grabbed the bag to get out and jump out. It just seems stupid to me. How would he get that bag? It was just a, I have problems with people annoying. jumping out of cars and surviving. <laughs> No, I mean, jumping out of cars. It's like in American films where they just walk away. out. And, right at the beginning, Dornan's jumping out of a fucking van and rolls. He's fine. Gets up, runs off. That doesn't happen. Oh, he's happen. the hero. He's the man. He's yes, the I man. Know, but it's, it's ridiculous. The whole thing was ridiculous. I can't remember ridiculous. how you can do that, how he acquired that skill. Yeah. Because right at the end, right at the end, it turns out that in the file that he doesn't read... Yeah, yeah. He's some kind of hyper, super-duper in the Ballerina. Yeah. And not only is he a ballerina, but he's a secret agent. But Didn't also, if he's that? a ballerina... <laughs> yeah, but, like, if he's a ballerina, then at least... Like, that wasn't Jamie Dornan doing the ballet. Oh, well, I thought you'd tell by the accent of his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, because I, I'm telling you what... There was a, 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 an episode, a really beautiful episode finale of one of Always Sunny in Philadelphia's where Rob McElhaney does this dancing. It's incredible. It's, it would move you to tears. And it, it wasn't that. I felt that they were trying to lift from that slightly. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but um, it was an enormous waste of my time. Okay, let's get back to all things Fargo, can we? The first season, Fargo. Love the first season. Absolutely my favourite Fun. until recently. Dabby, Billy, Bobby, or... Billy Bob Thornton and Martin Freeman. Fuck me. Fantastic. Fuck me. And the comedy of season one, like the first death, the comedy of it. I mean, I, I can't wait to re-watch it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, He's I, in it as well. Um, what's his name? Ooh. Adam Goldberg, Crazy Eddie from France. He's in it. He's fucking brilliant. I love that guy. He's a lunatic. Then the second one was... Yeah, Jesse... Jesse, yes. Jesse Plemon, isn't it? Jesse Plemons and... Um, Kirsten Dunst. That's it. I thought they were fantastic as I mean, Bonnie and Clyde characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, brilliant. Brilliant. I enjoyed it. And they got a higher rating overall yeah. than the first season. And more viewers, that's all. The third one was um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The third one is so forgettable. So forgettable. Great cast. Obi-Wan Kenobi was in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his McGregor and... Obi-2 Kenobi. The guy that I really like, who's in a lot of other things as well, he was in it. Um, Michael Stolberg. I forget season three even happened because I go straight to season four, which I hated. Absolutely fucking hated. When season five began, it was like a roller coaster from like... It was just a ride, wasn't it? From like minute one, it was like, oh my God, this is the best it's ever been. And I was like... I'd be honest with you, I avoided it for the first few weeks, which is great, because it meant I had a lot to watch at once. But I avoided it because I was just like... Because they weren't going to make any more, right? And then suddenly, I don't remember even reading about it, and then suddenly it's here. It kind of, like, pops up, you know, like, yeah, you I get, like, a notification. All I can say is, thank God for that algorithm that Amazon has, and it just goes... Very pro-Amazon episode, this one. Amazon, it you is. can sponsor me. We'll get them as a sponsor. <laughs> I mean, you're a fourth emergency service. Is there a fourth one? Maybe there's already a fourth one. Oh, I don't know. Taxi drivers. Let me write them up. I'll get them on my rotary phone. Hello? Uh, 
Hi, is that Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I've got three of your uh, drones has arrived at my house. Not drones, what they called? Alexas. Echo Dot, that's it. Yes, refurbished, much cheaper. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're very kind. Uh, would you like to sponsor the podcast? No? Okay, go fuck yourself. I'm on my Amazon Music, you bastard. He says no. Try later. Okay. <laughs> Computer say no. And on that note, we will finish. Have you got any other recommend- quick recommendation? Just let you say one last thing on season five. Oh, yes. It was the first time in a long time that I have held my breath for seven days waiting for the next episode mm, of the show. That's true. They would have been ruined. Nuts, but yeah, right? they would have been ruined by just doing the Netflix drop. If they'd, if they'd, yeah. done, a, if they'd done a drop where you had the, or where you could binge it, I'd have binge it in a day and I wouldn't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the way that it's been played out over right. 10 weeks of our lives. Piecemeal works on really good, well written, gripping drama like that. It really does. If it reels you in. I mean, I knew what day it was on. I don't know what day other things I were on. I knew what day I was like, it was it's on. Wednesday, it's Fargo today. <laughs> I was like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked Traitors. And when Traitors was on, when I turned it off, Traitors on, I went, oh, Traitors is on. How weird. I forgot about that. Didn't forget about Fargo, though, did I? You know no. what I mean? Uh, I'd call it event TV almost for those who like it. It was, it was all in all a very satisfying watch. And I'm going to go back and watch Billy Bob Thornton all over again. I do want to watch season one again. Just for Martin Freeman's accent. Hey, right. What we're going to do is we are going to sit down and we're going to watch season one together and we'll do a goggle box episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah! Yeah. Well, you watch it in your house and I watch it in mine? Or we'll actually yeah, sit down can, and physically no, you watch can, it? You can... I've never watched goggle box, by the way. Oh, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, um, we can have a watch party on Amazon. A watch party? you sign up to a watch party, it's like a. Take a little. Whoops! I've just hit the. You just hit the mic with science power. No, it's bad. And dropping it on my ankle bone. I've never done that. You can do a watch party where you, you both click the button and you get into the room at the same time and the really? it starts and you can That's communicate. Yes. Wow, oh, Jeff, you're doing good work. You're doing good work, Jeff. Let me ring him up again. It's now. like it's like a mutual remote masturbation. Hi, oh, is that Jeff Bezos? Yeah, I've heard about this thing called a what you say called a watch, watch party. Watch party. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm warming to you. Yeah, just lose the penis rockets and I think we'll be good. Maybe pay people better. Yeah, yeah, you have let me return things. It's very kind of you. Because all of them have been faulty. Anyway, thank you very much. Bye, bye. Cheers. Uh, eight o'clock delivery is not for me, though. All right, cheers. Then. Bye. Yeah, he's good. He said we can do one. He said we can do one. <laughs> Thanks for coming around. We'll do some more. Excellent. Excellent.